and welcome to A Rainbow in the Clouds. I'm your host, Elaine Marie Sharp, a certified color therapist and founder of Aura House School of Color and Light. Are you having trouble finding peace amidst the chaos? Stay tuned for episode number three, where I will talk about the color that helped my heart heal following the attacks on September 11th, 2001, and how the colors of the sea can help you through your sorrow and disbelief. All that plus meditations and color breathing coming up next. Let's begin with a rainbow crystal grounding meditation. If you don't happen to have a crystal with you, please refer to the crystal image that you will find at rainbowpodcast.com. Okay, so let's take three deep breaths and call in your deities, your angels, and your spirit guides for love and protection. Now, pick up your clear quartz crystal and hold it in your left hand, which is the hand that you use to receive energy. And look closely at your quartz crystal. Notice all of its lines and cracks and chips and rainbows. Do you see the red, the orange, the yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Now notice how you feel as you're holding the crystal. Are you feeling anxious, calm, Place your crystal on your heart and breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Feeling a wave of calm and comforting, beautiful white light containing all the colors of the rainbow. Now place your crystal on your heart and breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Feeling a calm and comforting wave of beautiful white light 
containing all the colors of the rainbow. Flowing through your heart and throughout your body. Breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Breathe in peace. Breathe out peace. Now, move your quartz crystal down to your root chakra, which is located at the base of your spine. And imagine that there is a long red cord attached to your root chakra. And see that cord going down, down, down into the floor and into the ground, going deeper and deeper and deeper until you see that the cord is connected to a giant clear quartz crystal in the middle of the earth. Now think or say aloud, I am grounded with the courage of red. I am secure with red. So now that you're grounded, let's do some blue sky color breathing. Close your eyes and think of the clearest blue sky that you can imagine. A gorgeous, gorgeous blue color. And each time that you see a cloud, whether it's white or dark, think of this cloud as your thoughts, your anxiety, your grief, your anger. But don't dwell on the clouds. Just notice them. Just notice them as they slowly drift by. And as you imagine the sky in your mind, breathe in that brilliant sky blue. And breathe out the blue. Breathe in the blue. Breathe out the blue. Wherever you are and whenever you want to clear and calm your mind, remember this blue sky color breathing. It's a great tool and nobody knows you're using it.
So the neighborhood kids went back to school this week. And my house is situated directly across from a school bus stop. And I can see a group of exuberant, laughing children with their new clothes and their new backpacks waiting for the bus to take them to their new classes. Do you hear a common word here? New. And soon there will be a new season with new experiences, new challenges. Here in Rhode Island in the Northern Hemisphere, there is also the certainty that the temperature is going to get cooler and the gorgeous red, yellow, and orange autumn leaves are going to fall fast and furiously to the ground. And although I have lived through many autumns, this natural process always saddens me because I know that the falling leaves are a metaphor for death. And yet I also acknowledge that each leaf's decay will nurture the earth and encourage new grass to grow in the spring. So with their demise, something wonderful will happen. Each leaf brings life, and that understanding gives me a renewed sense of hope. Two years ago, Nick and I had several deaths in our family, and two of them occurred within the same week. And so we were trying to make sense of it all. We hugged and we cried, we prayed, we meditated. Sometimes, sometimes we even became angry. Grief is different for everyone, of course. Some people completely crumble, while others may console themselves by increasing their social activities or their workload. When my father and grandmother and Jag, our beloved cat, died within a few months of each other, I wasn't sure how I was supposed to feel, except that I did feel like I had been hit by a truck, a very big truck. And for about a six-month period, I honestly didn't know how I managed to get from point A to point B. The pain was quite intense at first, and then my body, it just went numb, just numb. My feet felt like they were sloshing through the thickest mud And I was getting absolutely nowhere, just nowhere. For me, the world had lost its luster, lost its color, and I didn't feel like doing much of anything. There was this huge pit in my stomach, like someone had taken their fist and punched it, punched it hard, and knocked the wind right out of me. Sometimes I wasn't even sure I was breathing or eating or sleeping, and I just didn't care. But one day, I surprised myself. I wanted to write again, and I found this process extremely healing, and I also wanted to create again, and that is how I came to focus my energies into developing a line of angel aromatherapy products and a color therapy workshop to help others through grief. 
So you see something very positive developed from one of the most painful experiences of my life. Helping others helped me. Of course, I still miss my father and grandmother, even though I saw them infrequently over the years because they lived over 1,100 miles away. But Jag, well, that cat had been with us every day for 10 years. He shared our living space, and even today, I still feel his mischievous energy, and I still see him batting around those silly little paper balls throughout the house. And I still believe that he's going to jump on the bed some afternoon and be my nap buddy. That was his daily ritual. I miss my nap buddy. I miss his little face. Washington Irving once said, There is a sacredness in tears. They are not the mark of weakness, but of power. They speak more eloquently than 10,000 tongues. They are the messengers of overwhelming grief, of deep contrition, and of unspeakable love. Well, I have surely cried a bucket of tears, and there will probably be many more to come during this time of transition and birthing of the new earth. It seems to me that more and more beings are opting to leave the planet, whether from sickness, violence, or natural disasters. But what about those of us who are left to tend to Gaia? How do we go on? How do we cope? I remember re-watching the Michael Jackson Memorial on YouTube. During Jermaine Jackson's heart-wrenching tribute to his younger brother, He sang Michael's favorite song, Smile, with such intense emotion that I sat with tears streaming down my face, wailing and sobbing as if I had lost my closest friend. Fortunately, the message of the song, that life is still worthwhile if you just smile, it was not lost on me. Because even though we may be looking at life through misty-colored memories, there is still so much beauty in the world, so many new wonders to explore. And in being here now, we have been given a tremendous growth opportunity, as well as a chance to honor our loved ones by living a life worthwhile. I believe that we can do this if we just make the choice to open our hearts again. Once we accomplish that, the smiles should come. For those of us who remember September 11, 2001, the number 911-911 has come to mean more than a typical emergency distress call. It was a planetary cry for humanity, for decency, for a ceasefire of violence and pain. Two days afterwards, I found myself anxious, upset, and desperately in need of the color green. Green is the ultimate healer 
It restores balance, promotes love and renewal, and I knew I needed it, although I had no idea in what form the green would be. At my local metaphysical shop, I browsed through the herbs and books and angel figurines until I was drawn to the crystal section. There I discovered a beautiful opalescent apple green stone and instinctively clutched it to my heart. I didn't know what it was at the time, but I held it close, knowing it was exactly what I needed that day. That wonderful green stone was chrysoprase, and what a blessing it turned out to be. It helped me heal and feel a great sense of peace within the chaos. Besides color, water is another of my go-to healing friends. Water purifies our physical and emotional bodies, helping us to feel better and to go with the flow. And when you add color to water, you get a powerful combination of healing energy. And this is why, this is why I suggest that people take a color therapy bath when they are grieving. After all, we are water. So returning to water is like returning home. Not long after the loss of my loved ones, I went to my favorite beach in Narragansett and sat alone in the observation tower staring at the sea. I was searching for the answers to the very big questions. Why them? Why now? All of that. And on this particular day, the ocean was that beautiful sea foam green, that green color that I love so much. I meditated on its cleansing color ray and felt a bit better. And then I turned to other colors of the sea, aqua, turquoise, cobalt, and lavender. I saw them all in the water that day, and their color energies helped me through the grief too. This was how my Colors of the Sea workshop and CD were born. This was how I pulled through the muck and the mire, how I soldiered on through my sea of grief. Like Dory in Finding Nemo, I just kept swimming, just kept swimming. Helen Keller said, The best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen nor even touched, but just felt in the heart. In my heart, I believe she was right. For our meditation today, place in front of you a smiling photo of your loved one or a smiling photo of yourself before your illness or your loss. Focus on the picture for a few seconds.
Now, close your eyes and take three deep breaths. Imagine you are sitting on the shore of a beautiful white beach. The sun is setting with painted streaks of orange and blue in the sky. The waves roll towards you across the glittery sand still squishy and warm between your toes. Next to you is a fragrant pile of tropical flower lays in seafoam green, aqua, turquoise, cobalt, and lavender. You pick up the seafoam green-colored lay first. With your head bowed, hold the lay against your heart and release all your pain and sorrow into its beautiful seafoam green petals. Say this affirmation aloud or to yourself. I release all my pain and sorrow into the ocean. I release all my pain and sorrow into the ocean. Now, Toss the lay into the water and watch it bounce along the waves until the lay has disappeared. Pick up the aqua-colored lay. Hold the lay against your throat and say this affirmation aloud or to yourself. I Breathe in peace. I breathe out peace. I breathe in peace. I breathe out peace. When you are ready, Throw the lay into the ocean and watch it disappear. The turquoise colored lay is next. 
hold the lay against your heart and say this affirmation aloud or to yourself. I release all my confusion into the ocean. I go with the flow. I release all my confusion into the ocean. I go with the flow. When you are ready, throw the lay into the ocean and watch it disappear. Now, pick up the cobalt-colored lay. Hold this lay against your third eye and say this affirmation aloud or to yourself. I can see everything clearly now. I can see everything clearly now. Throw the lay into the ocean and watch it disappear from view. Finally, pick up the lavender-colored lay. Place the lavender petals on top of your head. Then say this affirmation. I release all negativity into the ocean. I release all negativity into the ocean. Now toss the lay into the water and watch it bounce along the waves until the lay has disappeared. Now thank the colors seafoam green, aqua, turquoise, cobalt, and lavender for their blessings. And visualize that the ocean is cleansed of all negativity, including yours. Send the ocean thanks and love. Now sit and watch the orange and the blue sky until it has completely set and the waves and the sky are very dark. Now open your eyes feeling cleansed, renewed, peaceful. You are free of pain 
and anger and sorrow. I'm Elaine Marie Sharp, and you have been listening to A Rainbow in the Clouds. As we close this episode, here is today's tip on how you can become a rainbow blessing in someone's cloud. Using the energy of orange, you can help a person become more friendly by throwing a party to introduce them to their neighbors. Or you can inspire them to be more creative and to help them launch a new arts project. This could be anything from writing to painting or even baking or gardening. And be sure to use lots of orange. Some of the highlights from today's episode can be found in my book, Mad About Hugh, a memoir in living color. Now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and Kobo. If you felt inspired by this broadcast and would like to know more about my work with color, please visit my website at colortherapyschool.com. I'll be back on October 7th to talk about color and fear. Until then, no matter how you feel or where on the planet you live, don't forget to stop and enjoy the pretty colors. Mm-hmm.